This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and has the potential to go all kinds of wrong. Hello everybody and welcome to episode 92 of Movie Drone. Movie Drone in lockdown, we'll call it. I'm Steve. And I'm Mark. You are indeed. Hello, mate. How you doing, all I'm, right? Yeah, not too bad. I must admit, it's uh, I'm getting used to this like fuzzy image that I see of you. It's much nicer I'm just on the pleased, eye. Um, you haven't blurred your background this week. That was very, very distracting. <laughs> was it? it okay. Was really I distracting. I'll definitely do it next week. Well, so how have you been, mate? I mean, we're still uh, we're still in lockdown. Hopefully, mm. everyone's still safe. We're Con- still continuing safe. to save lives on a daily basis, mate. <laughs> you are. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. How have you been, mate? It's been an eggy week, mate. An eggy week. An eggy week. All right, okay. So me, um, my week started, popped to Asda. Right. Can't even think oh. what we went to Asda for. I've got mum a doorbell. I had to pick a doorbell up. Mum's doorbell had broke. But why she want a doorbell? Because no um, one should be coming to the house. Because her boiler also broke. So trying to get a plumber to her to fix her boiler. She didn't know when he was coming. Right, Because okay. the plumbers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Noticed a group of people around a pallet. Right. I think my exact words were, what are them pricks doing? Can I guess what it was? Go on. Flour? No. Oh, damn it. Cheap Easter eggs, mate. Oh, was it? They was like pence. (laughs) And then I got a bit excited because they was like ridiculously priced. So we went in for like two items and I come out with, I believe, four bags. Um, (laughs) I got Aero, Rolo, Malteser, Cream Egg, Quality Street, Lion Bar, Malteser Buttons, Mini Eggs, M&M's. (laughs) <laughs> it was stupid was um, it yeah it was silly um but for the, was, for the kids for the no. kids all right no but they was like 25p for an easter egg with they? yeah a pack of maltesers 50p if you wanted two chocolate bars or 75p for the real premium ones i mean i think they're the ones that people have either dropped on the floor yeah. Or re- or returned. Well, I think I obviously because they've ordered them in, no one was buying them. That just well, I was just on a free for all. It was great. Excellent. And then, and then this week we decided to have an omelette for dinner. Right. Okay. So we must have been over the last few weeks maybe consolidating eggs in egg boxes. You know, make space in the fridge. Right. Or oh, we put them three in that one. Must have missed one or two. Right. Okay. Cracked the egg and it was green and. I can't even describe the smell, but how quick the gagging came on and how violent it was. No, um, I had to vacate the area gagging whilst Cassie emptied the bowl. Um, I was gone. I had tears coming at me. I was from gagging everything. It was vile. The only smell I can put it like is your sweaty armpits. You know, that that complete, just make you gag straight away. (laughs) I've only just got the analogy that you gave of the eggy week. Yeah, eggy week. (laughs) <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, and Very then nice. finish off the week yesterday, we had two fire engines at work. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I lit a small fire and we oh. ended up with a very, very large fire. Did you? Apparently, an ember must have moved its way in the wind somewhere. Oh, no. And burnt half the back of the yard down. Oh, did it? Yeah. So we had two fire engines. Uh, yeah, a bit, bit of drama. Totally your fault. 
Um, I mean, I lit the original fire, so mm. I suppose it is. But I can't control the wind. I'd stayed there <laughs> until it had burnt down to an appropriate level, I felt. And okay. then the big plumes of black smoke and the two fire engines suggest otherwise. Good job wasting yeah. our emergency services time. Good I, job, mate. Yeah, Good I job. did feel bad. Did you? Yep. But technically, <laughs> I'm like the fifth emergency service at the moment, so... Oh, God, bleating on it. How was your week, mate? I've just woken up. I've been at work one... I got up at 1.45 this morning, got to work oh. for three o'clock. Cool story, bro. So, yeah, I know, yeah. So, uh, I've just woken up, actually, so I feel a little bit fuzzy. Um, a couple of bits to mention, actually. Uh, one, you remember Quasi last week? Yep. And I said I thought he had been eaten. Yeah. I found him. No way. Yeah, I found him, and he was alive. He mm. was uh, tucked into one of the plants, like face down, and oh. he was actually alive. So uh, he's dead now. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So how long was he in his plant suffering? Uh, he was he was in his plant suffering for a couple of days, two or three days, and I took him out and put him into a bowl on his own so he could die a lonely, sad death. Um, so you isolated him? Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah, and, and then he died. Did so, you put um, him back then, in for um, Hannibal to eat? No, no, no. I, I took him out. So uh, Jill actually did say to me, because he looked like he was suffering a little bit. Jill wanted me to put him out of his misery, yeah. but uh, I couldn't do that. So uh, I, I just let him... wouldn't be useless no. at that. <laughs> I so imagine. I just let him die a, a slow, lonely death in his, oh. on his own in, in a little bowl. He stroke so. his head or anything whilst he was going. <laughs> no, I would have given him... Uh, my mum actually bought a fish back to life once. Really? Cool story. She actually gave it the kiss of life. Uh, when it went out of a bowl. Uh, that's a story for you. Um, I've been married 16 years, mate. When? Uh, this Today? week, Tuesday, no, Tuesday. Tuesday, wow. Uh, yeah, just passed, yeah. So uh, you can say your joke if you want. Oh, would have got less time for murder and all that. Go on. Do no, do I'm it. still hoping for the murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, and uh, we came to a conclusion this week that I'm right. Jill's actually um, agreed I'm right. Okay. We had a, a couple of things. Obviously, I've had a problem with Virgin Media, as yeah. you know, where I wasn't sold what I was supposed to. So I managed to sort that out. But I had to get a new windscreen. I had a windscreen cracking it, about oh. 12 inch cracking it. Bizarre. So uh, it was, yeah. So I took it to get uh, repaired. And I said to Jill, that's not going to come back properly. Definitely. All the sensors are going to be out. The car's not going to run properly afterwards. You know, it's got the sensors in it for the, the motorway, keeping it in the lanes and that. And she said to me, why are you always so negative? So I said to her, I'm not negative, I'm a realist. So I picked the car up, didn't I? I picked the car up. It's like hour round trip for both of us each way. So that's two hours. Uh, drove it down the road, realised that there was a problem with it, took it back, and there was like a blemish in it. Terrific. So I had to have it all redone. So we finally come to the conclusion that I am always correct. I'll be honest. Yeah. You are. And yeah. I agree totally with your sentiment. Yeah. But when you're complaining that the sensors in your window screen are not working, right. it's a real third world problem, mate, isn't it? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, but it's, like, it's oh, just one, no. of one of my it's... mini eggs was cracked. <laughs> it is indeed, mate. But yeah, that's basically what I've been up to this week. Nothing's gone right. But we've decided that I am certainly right in everything that I do. So there yeah. you go. Um, Jill's had an epiphany after 16 years. Yeah. So there you go. It won't last right. long. <laughs> no, it won't. So there you go. Right, okay. Uh, after that, then, mate, uh, you got any thanks? Absolutely. I've got some thanks to Collateral Cinema, to Lewis Anderson, Chronicles Podcast, Little Nick, Right Stuff Reviews, Lisa, WTM, The With Dummies Crew, Fat Drunk and Stupid Podcast, to Ryan, Glynn, Fresh Geek Context, Oco Juro Parlay Hour, Mr. Ben Foster, Tim Hogarth, Tim, Saved by His Grace 72, Damia Thorhagen, the Malliard Report, Cassie and Beautiful. 
Excellent. So I've got some special thanks this week to people who have given us mentions, tags, follows. That's to Jill, uh, Cinema Recall, Emma at the Movies, Movies on the Way, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Jamie Irwin, Movie Journey Podcast, Andrea Rica, 143, Joseph McGregory, Joseph for One Movie Punch, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, TV and Film Throwback, and our friend Lee. Thank you very much to all of those guys. Yeah, thanking you. Okay, mate. So I've got a promo this week. Play it. Hi guys, I'm Dean. And I'm Daniel. And we're from the Movie Journey Podcast. Where we break down every movie from the IMDb Top 250 list, giving our own thoughts and reviews and any general discussion along the way. We're also home of the Pod V Pod, where we battle other podcasters in various movie games and drafts. We also do reviews of new releases, film tournaments, top five lists, and talk about everything else we've watched as well. We used to be the IMDb Journey Podcast, but since then, we've grown and matured with age. Yeah, if you don't believe us, why don't you listen to some more Genuine Testimonies? Oh, hey guys, I uh, I used to like the IMDb Journey podcast, but since then I've found something even better. It's the Movie Journey podcast. Oi, bro, I know I said the IMDb Journey podcast was a good show, but the Movie Journey podcast is so much better. Absolutely, for sure, yeah. You know, I used to think that nothing could be funnier than IMDb Journey, but I've now found my joy in Movie Journey podcast. The IMDb Journey Podcast is nothing compared to the Movie Journey Podcast. Absolutely love this podcast. (laughs) Amazing testimonies once again. Absolutely legit and real. Of course. And if you still don't believe those testimonies, go ahead and check out the show for yourself by searching for the Movie Journey Podcast. You can find us on all your favourite platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher and Podbean. So come along and join our journey. Here we go. So that's our friends movie journey podcast. Um, they're starting to get, they are. Yeah. They're starting to get their episodes um, back out again. Uh, after all this, it's been a bit weird. There's some, some people haven't been able to put uh, episodes out and some people wish that they haven't put episodes out. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. Um, but yeah, they're starting to get them out. So get back listening to those. Um, right, so what have we got this week then, mate, to cheer me up, uh, to liven me up? Mm. Um, Mark's movie impression for this week. Uh, you've just given me who it is. Mm. Interesting one. Interesting. Do you want to see fun what... fact about this one? Yeah. I haven't on done then. it yet. <clears throat> have you not? No. <laughs> In my head, right. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. No different to any other week then. No. Right, ready? Yeah. Okay. So this is Mark's movie impression for episode 92. And this is when Michael Caine met John Wayne. See what I did there? <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't be wronged and I won't be insulted, you hear? Some men just want the world to burn, Master Wayne. Get off your horse and drink your milk. You'll find a lot of people that don't like you. I'd like to be remembered as ugly, strong and had dignity. Delighted, sir. Truly delighted. Just one more question, Pilgrim. How far up your ass do you want my boot? Not many people know that. That was awful, that one, wasn't it? <laughs> Jesus, what happened there? <laughs> a man's got to do what a man's got to do. You were only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. They are sorted. <laughs> Sooner we can end this charade, the better. <laughs> Bit of Dick Van Dyke of that in there. Well, I, I, I sort of did. Some men just want the world to bird, Master Wade. And thought, oh, John Wayne, I can actually keep that in. Right. <laughs> okay. How clever is that? The rest of it was shit. 
It was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Thank you very much, mm. mate. Excellent. Excellent. Right. OK, should we move on? Yes. This is the Movie Drone Wall of Shame. There we go. So this is the Movie Drone Wall of Shame. Uh, we challenged, or I challenged Auntie Tracy mm. last week. Um, we'll see if she got off in a minute. Um, who are you challenging this week, mate? Well, well mine's going to be a bit of a test. OK. Now I work with Miles. Yeah. He's off. Um, enjoying his time off in his acres of land, doing all of his jobs. And I'm wondering if he's still listening. Because he right. always listens on a Monday morning and always right. get the feedback, haven't heard a thing. Have you not? No. He's watched his, watched his So this could be the first person we don't actually get a question from because I'm not going to nudge him. Right, okay. <laughs> so this might be the first staying on the Mall of Shame job, eh? Well, I'm, I'm going to give go. it a go. I'm going to test his um, how good he is to us. And whether or not he will devote his own personal time to listening to okay. us, or it's just because he normally gets paid. Right. <laughs> Does it on work time? Yeah. <laughs> like a work poo. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> okay. Oh, right. Miles' okay. work poo. That's fine, yeah. then. <laughs> um, yeah, so Miles, you are challenged for a question next week. Right, mate, swiftly moving on. Mm. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call. <laughs> Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. It's getting weirder, isn't it? Trying to trying <laughs> to sync that up. Just looking here, God. Right, okay, mate. So uh, I challenged Auntie Tracy last week. Mm. Did she deliver? Yes, mate, of course she did. She oh. says, hi, lovely nephew and niece and weird sidekick. That's it written in different pen, different oh, colour right, pen. Okay. Right, yeah, that might have been added. Imagine, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, she says, I'm glad you like my baby Yoda and hope Jill can someday create her own crochet character. <laughs> <laughs> my question is, Due to the success of The Mandalorian, what other films slash characters would you like to see cross over to TV and vice versa? Thank you, Auntie Tracy. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, Jill has been crocheting. Um, she's made me um, a hat, um, which I'll show you now. <laughs> <laughs> it fits. Yeah. It fits. So that's, that's what she's been doing, yeah. basically. Particularly, I can't put that on um, on Instagram. That's embarrassing. Um, do you think Jill's crocheting has become the the new Sophie's cakes? <laughs> Ongoing joke. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I mean, the email actually started for fuck's sake. She wasn't happy, um, Auntie Tracy, uh, having to answer that. But uh, yeah, there we go. So. What TV shows would we like to see as films and what films would we like to see as TV shows? Mm. Um, right, okay. So, I mean, Jill's actually put one up. Yeah. She would like to see a TV show of Harry Potter in school. Um, I mean, I've got probably like Grain Jill for Wizards. I'd like to see that with Roland in it um, and Zamo. <laughs> As wizards, but um, but yeah, so Jules's Hogwarts Tales of Harry Potter. Um, so that sounds uh, awful, right? So, um, what ones have you got, mate? I've got five. Have you? Yeah, I've got oh, five. Man. Took some okay. thinking about. I'd like a Wolf of Wall Street series, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, I'd watch that. Just yeah. the debauchery between the beginning and the end when they was all working. So, I think there was yeah. a lot more legs in that in the film, yeah. Um, definitely. So, I think they could do that. I'd like an American Honey TV mm. show. 
I think that would be uh, I think that would be quite interesting. Just the tales of that. I really like the aesthetics on, on that mm-hmm. film. I think I'd like to spend. A, I mean, he spent quite a bit of time with him anyway in the film, but I think that that would be quite good. Yeah, like the sound of that. Lufa, like a Lufa film. What Idris Elba? Yeah. Yeah, I've never really been able to get into it. I think I, I borrowed your DVDs and that, didn't I? And yeah. I don't think I'll give them back. New. No. So uh, I might have sold them. I do <laughs> not know. I honestly do not know. Um, yeah, but is it good? I, I really like it. I think it could no. travel well onto a film. Now he's a Hollywood star. Right. Okay. Um, I've got uh, a Django Unchained TV okay. series. Yeah. Um, the Tales of... Django, directed by Tarantino. I'd really like to see that. But yeah, lots of different side stories with uh, with Django. Okay. Not one that I think you might like, but I'd be interested in seeing a Monica and Ross Geller younger series from Friends. Because <laughs> they talk about all these stories they had when they were growing up. Right. And what they was up to, and you had the Geller Cup and stuff like that. Right. And I think they could actually do a decent series of that. Right, okay. a series? Yeah, TV series. So what's series. that, TV to TV? All right, do it as a film, I don't care, mate. But TV <laughs> to TV. <laughs> okay, right, okay. I've got uh, a Green Street TV series. Okay. Tales of a Football Hooligan. Yeah. The Away Days, etc. Okay. Um, I was thinking, yeah. I mean, maybe with some better actors in it, but uh, yeah, I've enjoyed that one. Why not? Yeah. I've got a Clarice Starling series. Okay, I've got a time yeah. with the FBI. Must right. have done more than just them two cases. I think they could sort of perk it up a little bit. Who playing Carice? Well, ideally Jodie Foster, but oh. chances of it happening for a little TV series. <laughs> um, I've got the last one, The Devil's Rejects okay. TV series. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see the Firefly. I could call it Fire, the Firefly Chronicles. Actually, there's a TV show called Firefly, isn't there? Yeah. I think. Well, yeah. was. I that's, think it got cancelled and Sheldon that. Cooper was not happy about it. That's, that's up there then. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, well, you had a go. <laughs> uh, my last one, I'd like a Jurassic Park origin series. Right. Because okay. I was just like, oh, here's an island. It's got dinosaurs on it. Where's a bit in between? <laughs> I mean, we could have all the lead up to it, them finding out, oh, we got this DNA. They could dig it out. Right. First couple of attempts, like they come out with like one gammy arm. Like one it sounds like Time with... Team with Bilotti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they come out, oh, we got one with two heads. So obviously, we'll have to swap that bit over. Right. That one's got a gammy arm. Right. I mean, the T-Rex had two gammy arms anyway, but okay. <laughs> um, they could have done it. And then um, build up, how they, how they sort of feed them and get them big and look after them. I just think it'd be interesting. Right, okay. Um, I've got one more. This is TV to film, and this is True Detective. Okay. I'd like to see a True Detective film, probably with Matthew Mahonahay and Woody Harrelson. I think yeah. they're certainly the best one. I would really enjoy that. Yeah, see, I had a few of them. Like, uh, I've thought about Stranger Things, but most of the episodes are non the length of shit. the film anyway. And <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I still haven't watched it, mate. Um, I'm still trying to avoid it. Great. All right, so that's it. That's it. Okay, then. Thank you very much, Auntie Tracy, for that and uh, for getting Jill into crocheting. Much appreciated. Excellent, mate. Right. Um, After that, mate, Mm. do you want to tell everyone how they can get hold of us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Yes, everybody can, and please do. Yes. 
Okay, so on to the reason that we're here. So uh, we went to see a film. Well, we watched one at home. Yeah. What did we watch, mate? We watched a film that was made in 2014. It's currently 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 26 minutes long, billed as a comedy horror, with a synopsis of Viago, Deacon and Vladislav are vampires who are finding that modern life has them struggling with the mundane, like paying rent, keeping up with the chore wheel and trying to get into nightclubs and overcoming flatmate conflicts. The $1.6 million budget grossing 69 this is directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi, starring Jermaine Clement, Taika Waititi, Jonathan Brew, Corey gonzalez Makar, and Stu Rutherford. This was 2014's What We Do in the Shadows. And we've got a special guest joined us this week. This is a listener's choice film. Yes. Um, so we'd like to just quickly welcome Emma at the movies. Hello, Emma. Hello. Hello. Very have, pleased have to see you. Have you bought a clip, Emma? That's the most important thing. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> it's been like this the whole time. Deacon on dishes and it still hasn't moved in five years. You're a cool guy, but you're not pulling your weight in the flat. Oh, I'm glad to hear that I'm cool. No, that's not the point, though. You're yeah, missing no, I know. Not the I know. flat meeting about how cool you are. When you get three vampires in a flat, obviously there's going to be a lot of tension. Viago was an 18th century dandy. Look, a ghost cap. Vladislav is a bit of a pervert. This is my torture chamber. Deacon's like the young bad boy of the group. I'm supposed to pay rent, but I don't. The trouble with being a vampire is you have to be invited in. The bar, please. Four dollars is walking. Will you invite us in? We need some fresh blood. Hi, my name is Nick. I've been a vampire for two months. <laughs> Thank you very much, Emma. What a great clip. So it's really nice to see you. And you. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's obviously a bit weird. It's obviously like a, a, a bit weird, like three-way conversation here, but um, we'll see how it goes. We did it so, as well. How impressive is that? <laughs> it is, yeah. Very um, good. <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing this thing where listeners ask at the moment, because obviously we can't go to the cinema. We're asking all the lovely ladies in the Movie Drone gang to choose a film. You are the second person to choose one. Um, last week we did Sophie's. So, Emma, I mean, you chose what we do in the shadows. Any reason why? Um, so I realised that my watch lists were getting completely over the top and unmanageable so what i did is i put uh, loads of polls up on twitter with films that i'd never seen before that everyone recommends to me and i never got around to and this uh, came out in in one of the polls as something i should watch and i put it on and i was like Ugh, i'm not really sure i'm going to enjoy it and since i watched it I've I've now watched it three times and I'm utterly obsessed with it. So I feel like everyone should be obsessed with it because it's okay. something a bit lighthearted that uh, everyone needs right now. Okay, right. So yeah, I mean, contrary to modern belief, I actually own this one, just to let you know. Um, I think I had originally watched uh, about half of it um and then for some reason i didn't get to finish it so thank you very much for that because i've wanted to finish it and like i said i don't imagine mark even knew what it was did you mark? knew no 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 <laughs> no okay i'd, right, I'd heard okay. of it but i obviously had zero idea what to expect from it okay right so there we go um and you're really into your movies it must be driving you a bit mad not being able to go to the cinema at the moment is it 
I was feeling fine about it. And then all of a sudden I realised I hadn't been to the cinema. It was well, 38 days now. Is it? Oh, and, dear. And uh, I'm starting to go a little stir crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my telly's still broke, so uh, so I'm I'm watching it on a bad telly and that at the minute. So oh. I, I do feel your pain, but I do feel your do you pain. Do you want to know a secret? What? The last time we went to the cinema, yeah, we got a giant popcorn, didn't we? Right. I've still got half of it on my desk at work, and occasionally <laughs> I just shake it up and smell it. <laughs> lovely. I've given you up eating it now, but I, I do smell it. Okay, you are lovely. Right, okay. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, so we watch what we do in the shadows mm. guess first or Absolutely. do we want to know or do we do we want to know what mark thought emma what do you think well i worry that he's going to hate it so yeah okay i probably probably need to hear that first so that i can prepare all my bitching for yes yeah, mark i mean i really want to know what you think okay. um uh, normally we do guess first but you know i'm, I'm looking at your face i want to hear uh, <laughs> what did you think of what we do in the shadows i didn't hate it right okay wow i okay. didn't love it yeah, <laughs> not. I, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely got an amount of enjoyment out of it. Um, I don't feel, reading some of the reviews that I've read since, I got quite the amount of enjoyment out of it other people do. Okay. I mean, it is a little bit different. It's it's a quirky one, isn't it? Oh, I it's, mean, very, it's very well done. It's, it's original. I, I can't yeah. argue with that. But I don't know whether my sense of humour is just crap or other yeah. people find it. Very yeah, possibly. Yeah. We'll um, go with that. But I just sort of found it huh, funny. And people were saying they had tears rolling down their eyes and they found it hilarious. I found it funny throughout, but not LOL funny, as the kids would say. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll just chime in with my first bit. I mean, it's not my favourite Taika Waititi film. Um, I've got to be honest. That one goes to um, Hunt for the Wilder People, um, which is another quirky one. I don't know if any of you have seen that one, have you? After watching this, I do yeah. actually go and purchase that. Okay. So I do have that to watch. Oh, you've not seen it yet? Not yet. Oh, okay. So um, I prefer that one um, just a little bit more. I think that a little bit of the reason for me is I'm not a great fan of vampires being comedic. I like my vampires to be bloody and terrifying um except there is one exception um it's when leslie nielsen does it um for <laughs> for dracula dead and loving it I, I do like that one but so i prefer vampires to be sort of a, a horror thing so let's find out emma why you love it it's one of those ridiculous things that i just like enjoy like all the little little bits like um when the the police show up and they get hypnotized and it's all very like you're seeing all these ridiculous things happening and they're just going along like nothing's wrong. And it's just like the amusing little twists on all the things that you hear about vampires being able to do. I think it's extremely clever. I think the writing is really clever. I do love the fact that it's just them worrying about having dirty rooms and and stuff like that just being generally normal people uh, in society and going to the clubs etc and it is very very clever i think i think it's just good it, i don't think it ever does anything to sort of be great if you know what i mean but it's just very enjoyable from start to finish a real real easy watch yeah i just thought it was just solid dry humor okay uh, for me i thought the acting the comedy timing was great but I just feel it was just little dry gags for it. No real big laughs. Although I have agreed, and one of my points I've got is the police characters 
were my favourite characters. I found their scenes the best truths of every time they was on screen. I thought they were great. Right, okay. <laughs> um, who was your favourite character, Emma? Oh, I probably Viago, uh, Taika Waititi. Okay. I mean, he is I'd... really good. The things that he's coming out of at the moment, I mean, Jojo Rabbit again, um, uh, I mean, that was outstanding. But I think he does these sorts of things the best. All I could hear was a Camp Hitler. Whenever right. I heard him talk, <laughs> I just heard a Camp Hitler. My favourite character, I think, is, was Peter. Um, it would I, be. I, I thought Peter was brilliant. Um, I just thought he was absolutely great. What about you, Mark? Just the police guys. I just thought they were great. Just how they had got hypnotised and they was just pointing out the obvious um, okay. and sort of go, oh, what's that? And they'd all think, shit, we got... And they'd go, you got no smoke alarm. And they were just going along with it and just how stupid it was even towards the end when they was going a lot with the dogs and then they brought the collie back oh that poor little dog yeah and that was like we found it and it's just they totally (laughs) believe i just thought they were the most clever characters in there i thought so again emma what's your other favorite bits well i actually really like the fact that it does look like it's a documentary like i've watched a couple recently and actual documentaries yeah. And I was like, well, this is this is terrible. And then you've got this this mockumentary that has actually done a better job. And I, I really just enjoyed the way that they spliced it all together and they'd got all the, you know, the historical pictures and uh yeah, documents and stuff. And I just I just thought it was really well collected together. Yeah. Like all the ideas that they had. I had mm. heard that apparently they had shot something like two hundred and forty hours of footage. And it was ju- it was just them just reeling off and doing things right. and just now you see I've got that fact written down but I've got 125 hours of footage. I could have made 240 up. <laughs> I, I didn't write it down. 125 hours of footage apparently. But either way, yeah, and they was just rolling with it and just sort of just like we'll just do this, we'll just do this, and they've obviously picked the funniest over what happens. But I can imagine it being an absolute scream to film. I think they would have had such a good time. I mean, for me, the best thing about it was how it looked. I thought the set design and the costume design was just amazing. I loved it when they was all trying to get ready to go out <laughs> and they were wearing all the different clothes. But all of them just looked like, you know, you get that idea about what a vampire would look like. And then it sort of verged on, you could either be in Shoreditch with all the hipsters um, or you could actually be in like a, a 12th century vampire and they're wearing the same thing. Do you know what I mean? Like the military jackets and that. I thought that was really well done. I thought it just looked beautiful. Agreed, Stephen. <laughs> I, thought, I thought the house was pretty good. Like you say, the, it was the clever bits in there, like when they went out clubbing and they was like, you had to be invited into the club. And I was just getting so frustrated, just like, just invite us in. And he was like, you, you can go in for a fiver and you can just walk straight in. They're like, no, you have to invite us in. And then they added their mate into the thing. And I thought, I, like I say, I just thought there was real, it was written really cleverly. And I thought there were some really valid jokes in there. They just didn't make me belly laugh. Okay. But I, do, do I um, need to belly laugh? Not necessarily. I, I still got the enjoyment from it. Yeah. Uh, one of the other bits that I thought was quite well written was the character of Stu. I don't know if you agreed. Um, oh, I did love Stu. He was yeah. great. I mean, everyone loves Stu, Emma. You know what I mean? Everyone <laughs> loved him. But the idea of having, I know it sounds weird, but having someone in the group that is a Nick and someone that is a Stu, someone who's, who's liked, and then you've got the Nick, the show-off, the person who's like, bragging to be a vampire. I honestly think that if I was a vampire, I'd probably end up being a Nick, I think. 
Because you'd want to tell people, wouldn't you? You'd want to tell people that you were. But I thought those two characters were really, really well written as well and brought in sort of halfway through and it sort of changed the dynamic of the film. Yeah, no, they were a good mix. And I did like it when like, he was obviously having his... Nick was having his little heart-to-heart with the camera about not wanting to to turn Stu. And I just, I just thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, it just seemed to change the dynamic. It could have easily just have been them lot as sort of the vampires, as they say, living in the house. But then bringing those other characters in, it just changed. And then obviously it allowed him to bring others like the werewolves in as well. And one of the funniest scenes I thought was when they met the werewolves, when they were sort of coming back from the club. And it was all very sort of like handbag. You could actually imagine werewolves and vampires just living amongst us and being exactly like that. Very petty, if you know what I mean. I wonder whether we are going to see a film with the werewolves. Well, supposedly there was one in development. I don't know if it still is. Okay. But that was one of the random facts I discovered on the internet earlier. All right. Okay. I mean, there's a TV series, isn't there? Yeah. Um, Well, when I was watching it, I actually thought, I didn't know there was a TV series. Right. Um, I probably got half hour in and was like, I wouldn't say I've had enough, but I was thinking this would work really well as a series rather than an actual film. And then IMDb'd it, and apparently there is a series. So (laughs) I'm a genius. (laughs) But that is the the thing, actually, because one of the only real big issues I had with it is that like right at the beginning where it introduces it as a documentary it brings up the fact that they have this masquerade ball like every every few years or whatever and then go into it and when you see that and then go into the film like the first time I assumed it was going to be like them preparing for the ball and whatnot where it's as it's not really that it's just their lives so yeah like actually that might have worked better as a TV series, so I am going to watch that, yeah. <laughs> I was going to read out my favourite line, actually, but it's got a swear word in it. I don't like swearing in front of you, Emma. I won't do that. <laughs> I'll read oh, it. How nice. You can, oh. <laughs> 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 how nice. You can yeah. swear away. It's no. fine. Um, yeah, talking about the ball, adding the witches, and it was zombies, wasn't it? Was it yeah. zombies? It was zombies, yeah. Um, again, I thought that that was another little turn, actually, sort of did change the dynamic of it. I thought the ball was funny. Did you? Yeah, that was probably I've, I've that actual whole scene on the lead up and Eve like seeing how pathetic they all are actually at what they are. Do you think vampires <laughs> are supposed to be quite scary uh, and zombies and witches and stuff like that? And really, it's just a lot of chest puffing and poking and sort of pointing at people and not really an awful lot happening. So uh, yeah, everything about it as far as uh, as far as I'm concerned, like the sets and and everything. Is there anything else that you thought uh, went well on the film? Um, I did love the the music and particularly that the first song that they do as they sort of do the the titles for it, as it were. The song's called "You're Dead" by Nora Tanaga. I'm now obsessed with that. That's on my Spotify playlist now. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I did love like because they had loads of music all the way through it, just like little bits here and there. I just thought it was all really like it made it light-hearted, a little bit more fun. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I really noticed it, and I suppose that's probably quite good. It wasn't in the face. I don't know. You're normally the music man, Mark. Um, do you notice this one? No, honestly, I didn't. No? No, I wonder whether um, when you've seen it three times, you tend to notice things, <laughs> things more that was and more. After, that was after Watch One. Right, okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, though, I might stick the Spotify playlist on and see how much I um, do. Because sometimes you sort of listen and you think, ah, oh, there we are. You know, it's 
like I always feel bad like when I like review films and stuff because I don't know anything about music really apart from what I enjoy nor does Mark I mean he pretends (laughs) but yeah but um yeah I just think if I don't notice the music then it's good because obviously it's it's not bad that it's sticking out and annoying me yeah so I'm it's always a bit weird when I I actually noticed stuff because I'm like, oh, what, you know, why did I notice this? Like, yeah. Did you watch Uncut Gems? Hmm. <laughs> did you? Didn't like it? Did, well, uh... I only watched about 20 minutes of it and right. it annoyed me so much that I turned it off. Right, okay. I mean, did you obviously notice the aggressive sound editing on that one, I would have thought. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that I'm sure I, I would have, that was one of the many things that annoyed me about it. Right. But had I seen it at the cinema... I'd have watched the whole thing yeah, and been fine. But because I was watching it at home, I just, I got fidgety. And then I was like, oh, I'll go and do that washing up I've been putting off. Yeah, it was I, a tough watch. I, I will agree. But I do think the payoff was worth it at the end. I was so glad. Oh. I was so glad. There's been so many that Steve's given me that I would have turned off after half hour. <laughs> but nine <laughs> times out of 10, they are worth the payoff in the end. Yeah, I the um, I, I take it. Have you seen her smell before, Emma? No, I actually, I I did have tickets for that, and I ended up having to miss it. So right. I, okay. it's on my watch list. Okay, of yeah, many I thousands. Mean, of things. Okay, or prepare yeah, yourself I mean, for that one. You need yeah, to be no. calm, chilled. Oh God. Yeah, do not go that. into that one. Head <laughs> up, Jeebus. No. That was a that was a weird one, but yeah, like I say, I, I agree that the documentary style works on this one. I thought it was a great mixture of characters and personalities. I think that they all were individuals. I think on a lot of the vampire movies and that, that you have a gang of vampires and they're all basically the same. But these ones all were different. I thought um, that added quite a bit to it. Yeah, no, I did like that they kind of each picked their own vampire to sort of work from. Yeah, so that did that did work quite well. What about you, Mark? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't no, Lost Boys, was it? So. Well, I was just actually going to bring up that I love the Lost Boys references yeah. in it. I thought the Lost Boys references were great, where with the and they use spaghetti and they'd done the dinner party with just or they call it paschetti over there, didn't they? Yeah. Whether yeah. he was just mispronouncing it, but it was quite funny that he was just given this bowl of paschetti and told it was worms. I love that bit. But yeah, I thought you you could warm to each character individually, like you say, because they weren't just one-dimensional throughout. Each one had their own bits that you could like and dislike, because one of them was particularly obnoxious. Um, Who? I don't know their names, do I? I'm going to guess <laughs> at Vladislav. <laughs> okay. It what do you mean by obnoxious? Well, just, just the way he spoke and come across, um, like he said, I should be paying rent, but I don't pay rent. Right. But I don't. Okay. He was just, he just had that um, sort of rebellious character to him. Whereas right. uh, Viago, which I'm assuming is Taika Waititi's one, yeah. was just a really likeable guy. He, he, <laughs> uh, as far he was as, kind of adorable all the way yeah. through. He was, yeah. he was I think he nice. is in most things, though, isn't he? I mean, even, I, I know he was Hitler in, in, in Jojo Rabbit, but I think when you watch him, he's just got that down to a T, that sort of quirky, likeable person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, Hunt for the Wilder People, I'd like to know what you um, what you think of that, Emma. Um, I'll get on that one straight not away Not one then. I've heard of. Let Have you not? Watch. No. It's, no, it's, to be honest, I hadn't either. No, it's uh, it, it's very funny. There's a child actor in it who's um, who's who's hilarious. It's good. It's good. It's, I mean, like I say, I prefer that one to this one. But there's, like I say, there's nothing wrong with this one. It's just 
fun to watch, isn't it? There's yeah. nothing, nothing offensive in there, maybe apart from this line um, of mine uh, that I've got down. So the, my favourite line in the film is when they're talking about the virgins and they use the analogy <laughs> of you would enjoy a sandwich more if you knew someone hadn't fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> which I, which I, sorry Emma for uh, for saying that, but I, I actually thought that that was hilarious. I thought that was probably the, the that funniest was my kind LOL of... moment. And yeah, was, I did think good. to myself, I need to write that down and forgot. So I'm glad <laughs> you got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it was certainly mine. Um, and uh, like I say, would I have wanted a few more of them? I think the film might have been lacking a few more just of those for me. Just maybe a couple more, couple more sort of like killer lines like that, mm. you know, just to, to perk it up. So yeah. So anything else that you want to say about the film? No, I think we need to find out what this ridiculously high score out of a hundred is going to be. <laughs> Because we do score out of a hundred, we're not. I so I I have done the Emirate the movie score and the okay. ridiculous movie drone score. Right. Um, well, it's not. It's Mark's score. It's ridiculous Mark's score. Okay, it's not mine. So I'm quirky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a, a word for it. <laughs> okay. So, so what have you got then, Emma? For us, what's your score? So if I well, when I do my review for my my blog it will be a five out of five because i will watch it again and again okay but you know you know that mark now thinks you got to give it a hundred what's going through his head now is if you give it a five you have I to give it a hundred i can no, see, see it can you see the him, way, Look him. <laughs> the way i score things is i will give a film five out of five if i will re-watch it okay frequently and i obviously have already done that mm-hmm. so it gets five for its rewatchability, but on movie train <laughs> scoring, <laughs> I have. Um, it was really tricky because I don't. I wasn't really sure how to score it out of a hundred. If I'm honest, it gets you thinking, doesn't it? it gets it, you thinking. It did. It did. And I plumped for ninety four in the end. Oh, I'd have guessed at ninety two. Did you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> but um, yeah, though honestly, like it was just. So, like, light-hearted fun. I just had, I enjoyed watching it, like, constantly. And there were only a few bits that I was like, well, maybe, like, this could have been done differently. So that's the reason I just knocked off those few, but... No, that is a big score. That's, That's a big a score. Monster. That is a monster score. If you were to score your favourite film of all time, you don't have to name it, but your favourite film, what would that be out of 100? Is there a film that gets a hundred out of a hundred? You see, this is this is the problem in that when I came to score it, probably if I thought about it a bit longer than the like hour I thought about it earlier, it would probably get less than that. Okay, right. But like, if we take the Meg for example, one of my favourite films that I watch all the time, right? <laughs> um, like that, that is a five star film for me. But like, realistically, it's so bad that it's probably like an 80 (laughs) but i love it and i would still watch it lots and lots so like am i supposed to score these things technically or how i enjoy them because if i scored the meg on how i enjoyed it then it's like it's 100 okay well i mean mean, you can you know you can score it however you like it's uh it's just like i say it's it's it's, i mean it's interesting just to find out how people sort of do score stuff i mean i I, yeah i think my favorite film probably sits at sort of a 96 97 i don't know mark's probably sits at about 50 because he just picks (laughs) holes and everything 
I yeah, no. holes and everything. Yeah, let's look at the average <laughs> over the homework section. <laughs> what score you got then, fella? I got sixty-eight. Have you? Yeah. Okay, it's That's not bad. Mm-hmm. No, it's not too no, bad. I, I didn't so... dislike it at all. I just didn't. Okay. I, I think if this resonates with you and you get that real enjoyment out of it, it's automatically going to become a better film. It just didn't quite tick that box for me. Okay, but I did enjoy it. All right, well, I've got uh, sometimes too quirky but makes you smile throughout. I've got 72 out of 100. Um, I, I I did enjoy it. It, yeah. it was fun. It's just uh, I needed a few more lines like the Virgin line. <laughs> um, so, right, okay, Emma, uh, I think you're going to stay with us for our also watch. Yeah, before we uh, go there, though. Yes. Just want to point out, as we can yeah. see, obviously listeners can't, no. uh, a couple of months ago, after promising them a couple of months before then, I yeah. sent Emma a couple of badges. One was a hashtag MMYPS one, which, you know, I've got uh, lost. Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But yeah. another one was a <laughs> I've been a guest on Movie Drone badge, which is now officially allowed to wear. Yeah. She must have so, had uh, it in a drawer for months. I, I mean, technically I did put it on before we started recording, but, you know. Yeah. We'll <laughs> let you off as long as it's not yeah. been worn beforehand. No, no. I did take that instruction very seriously. And it has just been sitting on the side, waiting for this moment. Right, there you go. And it's next to the one of the ferret. You've got a badge there of a ferret. Chip and Dale. Don't, Chip don't, don't be rude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so yeah, um, yeah. thank you very much, Emma. So um, it's like I say, it's lovely to have you. And uh, we'll certainly have you back on, providing uh, you're also watched Doesn't Annoy Us. So what have you been watching? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, I've been doing a bit of uh, Disney Plus binging, so okay. right. I'm working my way through all the original classics. So I watched Snow White and The Seven Dwarves and Pinocchio, which I don't think I—I I mean, I must have seen them. I just don't ever remember seeing them. Are these the ones that? Because uh, uh, a lot of them on Disney Plus are they? I mean, I've got Disney Plus at the moment. We we signed up to watch The Mandalorian, and not much of the other stuff actually. Um, uh, interest me now. I remember Fantasia when I was younger. That's the one that I remember. But which ones are the ones that they have the warnings on about being sort of um, of their time? The, the the warnings about maybe racial stuff and that. Is that all of the old ones? Or I haven't come across anything yet. Okay. I mean, I think right. they they left off some of the really dubious stuff. Right. Okay. But I'm sure I will. As I'm working my way through them, Dumbo's not that far away, so I right. imagine there must be a warning on that one. Okay. I mean, Beardy David, who's been on the show before, um, he's doing a vlog at the moment. He's watching all the Disney films that are on there yeah. in a week. I think it's oh, ten. A, I think it's ten a day he's watching for for one week, and I think he's right at the end of it. Um, yeah, it's last so, day today, isn't it? Is that's it? A, yeah. That's a lot of Disney. Yeah, he's loving life. He's loving life. Okay. So, anything else there, Emma? Well, actually, I mean, I don't know whether you would technically count them as as films but i've been watching the the national theater live productions okay are they any good i quite enjoy them i mean it's yeah. not the same as going to the theater to see a play but so it's better yeah less people <laughs> less people <laughs> yeah less travel on the train and, and less people I mean, and... yes and cheaper but right okay okay <laughs> not 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 the best experience it would be okay. much better in the theater right okay um i watched 2004's mind hunters Film is that? Yeah. Is it? Um, okay. So it's a bunch of profilers that get taken to this like testing island right. to uh, like have all their skills assessed and uh, 
obviously there's a serial killer on the loose and uh, they've got to try and uh, stop him, basically. So okay. it's quite good. I haven't seen okay. that in a long time, so that was uh, that was fun. I rewatched The Meg, of course. Of course you did, yeah. Of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw Trolls World Tour. Oh, did you? <laughs> I paid money to watch Trolls World Tour. <laughs> did you? Um, I mean, like I say, it's probably more for you, Mark. You've got the kiddie winks there, so um, so I don't know whether you've uh, watched that, have you? No, we did watch another one. We'll get on to very shortly. Right, okay. But... Any good, Emma? Or it doesn't sound it, but... Uh, I mean, it's fine. It's all glittery nonsense, isn't it? So That's right, I'm Mark's alley. <laughs> Anything else there, Emma? That's it this week, actually. I've been watching a lot of telly, but obviously you're not TV drained, so... Uh, no, we're not, no. But uh, Mark seems to bring it up most of Look, he's probably got a TV one there. Look at him, look, I think. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've, I've OK, that. mate. What did you watch this week, Mark? I've not had that many, actually, if I'm honest. No? Been been busy at work, haven't I? Oh, sure, um, yeah. We, we rented um, Shape of Water. First time I'd seen that. First time okay. watch. Oscar winner, wasn't it? That was weird, mate. That yeah. was weird. That wasn't what I was expecting. I don't think so. No, um, I still got seventy three on that. It was, Have you? it was, yeah, it was still all right. It was, it was a decent watch, but it was. Huh? Just, how did she know it liked eggs? Who thinks <laughs> I got this sea monster? I'll try it with an egg. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you told stories about eggs earlier, yeah. So um, probably you would have tried it with an egg. <laughs> uh, well, I see Snatch was on Netflix. Rude not to. So I got that in at ninety still. Right, okay. um, is that every week you're watching that now? It feels like it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I know every line to that now. Okay. Um, first time watch of Hustlers. Not seen it yet. Any good? It was all right. I, I'm, right. I'm tempted not to give my score because I might hook you up with that one for oh, a future right, okay. episode. I think I might right. keep that to myself. Okay. Um, I watched a god awful film with Anna Kendrick in. Right. Um, it was on Amazon and it was billed as having a hilarious build up to this young couple getting their first jobs. He used the words hilarious. All right, okay. 14. 14. 14. Right. What was it? You didn't say it was It's called, called yeah. Get a Job. Right. <laughs> it's got one what, of those quirky covers, you know, one's folding their arms, one's leaning back against them. <laughs> dire. Absolutely dire. Oh, no. It was <laughs> bad. Tried to be funny, failed. Um, and then I borrowed someone's Disney Plus. And Little and wanted to sit down and watch The Descendants. Which oh, I love that. They're all obsessed <laughs> with it. It is such a great idea. Like it's it's really clever and technically a great idea. It's a TV movie as well, so you're not always going to get there. But I got 45 on that. I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. <laughs> what 45? 45, yeah. <laughs> okay. Apparently, Excellent. Descendants two and three are better, but I, th- I think the actual premise and bit behind it is really good, really clever. Right. Okay. It is a. Uh... I quite enjoy. I watched the first two, and then they announced that they were releasing the third one, and they were showing it on the Disney Channel. And so I forcibly made my parents record it. And then when I went to visit, I was really antisocial and sat and watched it so that I could see it as soon as it was out. Do they get better? I, they're all quite good in their yeah. own way. They're all a bit different. Yeah, all so. enough. It was. I mean, it was inoffensive. It was fun. I have no idea what it is. It, it's literally. It's like um, kids of. Disney. Oh, I'm out. Like, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah, like <laughs> Snow White's kid and the Fairy Godmother's right. kid. And oh yeah, I'm out. Cruella Deville's kid and all stuff like that. It was. It, it's what very watchable. Okay. All right. 
Is that it? Yeah. Okay, I'll just rattle through mine. Uh, I finished Curse Films. I know this is this is not it's not really TV drone, is it? It's on Shudder. So um, directed by Jay Chill. It's about um, we discussed it, Mark. I think before. Yes. It's um, five episodes about cursed films, as mm. it says. So Twilight Zone, the movie, Exorcist, Poltergeist. I can't remember the others. Um, Omen and Shining. Omen, yeah. Twilight Zone, the movie. I don't know if yeah. I said that. But, yeah, so the last couple, it got stronger on the last three episodes. First couple, it was, I think it was, I'll put on Shudder slightly out of order, not the way that yeah. they uh, they wanted it on there. But um, the last one, I didn't realise Twilight Zone, the movie, the helicopter crash, did not even know. I watched that oh. film when I was young. I didn't realise that the helicopter crash accident they had there killed two children and a bloke. So oh, yeah. um, I've watched yeah, a couple mind. of them. Um, I had to turn one off because it actually made me physically sick. Right. Okay. Um, it was it was awful. Right. Um, I didn't um, actually think they was that good, but I might give yeah, no, the um, Twilight Zone one a go. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, I watched a film called Play or Die, which was a generic horror film about escaping a room, and I've just got the word arse written down <laughs> as the review. <laughs> Um, nine out of a hundred. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Um, I watched Rhythm Section. Um, it's a, a film, sort of a hitman film, a hit woman oh, film. I don't know if you know yeah. have you? Um, 50, not very good. I did mm. not really enjoy that one at all. I don't know if you've seen that one, Emma. It's, um... It was the, at the cinema, of course, I've seen it. That's not oh, really right, ridiculous okay. here. There were lots of things that I thought, no, this doesn't quite work. So, yeah, I think I was. Definitely middle of the road on that one as well. Yeah, I was a bit bored. Um, I got round to seeing um, Under the Skin again. Uh, it's one of my favourite Scarlett Johansson films. I think she's immense in that one. I've got 88 on that one. It's a very weird film. I don't know if you've seen that one, Emma. Um, no. No, it's, it's very weird. Uh, it's a lot of live actors and stuff. And um, the last one that I saw was Fantasy Island, the new one. <laughs> Now that is crap, isn't it? Oh, the premise <laughs> yes. and it looks great in the trailer. I would have got, I would have gone to see that at the cinema. I mean, happily, I've got, I've if I hadn't 15. read one of fifteen. Fifteen. It's Ooh. so bad. So it's so bad. So, the, yeah. the the script and the ideas are just stupid. Four and times better than so Top Gun, though, mate. Is it? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. It probably is, mate. Yeah, but uh, no, it's really bad. Please don't watch Fantasy Island. Oh. Uh, You've seen that one as well, Emma, haven't you? I haven't. My rating is oh, right. very, very similar. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not good. So that's me was, this week. I was fine until the end of that. Were you? Like the I mean, ending. I, wasn't. I was like, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't really get half of it, to be honest. I didn't quite understand um, what was going on and why it was going on and <laughs> why they even bothered. Michael Pena. Is it Pena? It is Michael Pena, yeah. isn't it? He should be ashamed of himself. Oh, and yeah. I, I, he was the like, one of the reasons I really wanted to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Not good. Not good. So sad. <laughs> yeah. So there we go then, Emma. That mm. was that. That was um, that was your first appearance on Movie Drone. Um, thank you very much. Do you want to let everybody know where they can see your movie reviews and how they can interact with you? Uh, so I am basically on Twitter all the time, um, and that's Emma at the Movies. Yeah. And uh, I've got a link to my blog on there. Um, bit sparse at the moment because I'm watching a lot of television, so I haven't been doing as many reviews, but uh, got got lots more in the pipeline to come up. Oh, okay. So I need to set up another account of at Emma on the Box. <laughs> I literally, like, most of my life right now is on Twitter. I can't handle more Twitter. <laughs> 
um so yeah but thank you very much for coming on um hopefully you'll come on again yeah thanks um, for having me we might actually get to see uh new mutants as we had originally planned yeah um we certainly yeah because we had that plan <laughs> didn't we um until we obviously uh we obviously asked you to choose a movie and come on this time but we have got that one planned you're right and um yeah maybe you can join us for a few more oh, i would love to You've got loads of those badges left, so you can have one every time you come. <laughs> awesome. I'll see. I'll see. Actually, if I collect ten, do I get some kind of prize? Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. we've got loads of tack lying around. So. I'll send you stickers, <laughs> didn't I? Damn it! I might have a, might have a pen floating around. <laughs> nice. I'll get a mail yeah, we'll, done. We'll do you something special. <laughs> we will. Um, awesome. So yeah. So thank you very much for coming on then. And, yeah, thanks uh, for inviting me. And we shall speak to you again soon. Awesome. Thank All you right. very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Take care. See you later, Emma. Bye. 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 That's nice of her to come on, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't it? Must be hard to find the free time at the moment. So it's much appreciated. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, then, mate. So do you want to move on to the next section? Let's do that. This is the section that we like to call... Homework. Homework. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay so uh this is the section where we give each other films that we like and the other person hasn't seen on the hope of uncovering hidden gems what did you give me this week mate i gave you a film that's currently 6.4 out of 10 on imdb is an 18 one hour 32 minutes billed as a crime drama with a synopsis of a group of young cardboard gangsters attempt to gain control of the drug trade in darndale chasing the glorified lifestyle of money power and sex Starring John Connors, Fionn Walton and Kirsten Waring, this was 2017's Cardboard Gangsters. It was indeed. Um, right, OK, so I'm going to open up, mate. Um, I've got to be honest, I didn't understand half of the things that they said. OK. I, I, I think I might have needed some form of subtitles. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I've got the general gist, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but it's very thick accents, very thick accents. Um, some of it played out a bit like EastEnders. Um, there were some scenes that would have just definitely fitted into a uh, like a, a soap. You yeah, know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, it was low budget, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I say, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. They used what they had well, so they used obviously a proper housing estate. Yeah. And I don't know whether those the shots of all the horrible feral kids and that riding around were actually actors or they chose a rough estate somewhere yeah. you tend to find estates like that in every town in england yeah. so uh so or, or ireland in this case um they used it very well i like the main woman i don't i can't remember her name but um she always plays the gangster's mold and she yeah, yeah. In, in all of these british films um and I, I i do like her i think that she is good and i did buy the idea of the gang i thought that they did actually go it, I, I bought the fact that they were friends. Yeah, they could yeah. have easily have been friends in real life, if you know what I mean. Certainly bought that, not a problem. The haircuts did put me off a little bit. Okay. The haircuts were atrocious. I just couldn't take one of them seriously. You know, the one that was obviously always trying to stir things up. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't take him seriously with his silly haircut. So when we come down to it, I mean, it was fairly predictable. Um, you sort of knew what was going to happen. And the one thing I suppose that went against it is I didn't buy the main character, Jay, as a big 
gangster or why anyone would fear this group. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, I just didn't get it. He looked but, too nice, didn't he? He looked like yeah. he could be a nice fella. Yeah, and I, I like I say, I, I didn't really get that he'd done anything to sort of warrant the fear that people sort of gave him. He's like, oh, do you, don't you know who he is sort of thing? And I thought, well, five minutes ago, he was just like some two-bob. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, it wasn't actually too bad. Yeah, so it got a bit predictable at the end because um, you should never really trust the woman, should you, in any of these films, especially if you've killed their son. Yeah. Um, so I sort of knew what was going to happen. But in a way, I liked the characters enough that I didn't want it to happen. Yeah. I want something different. To, it's quite to, brutal to, as well, wasn't it? That last yeah, I, I, I didn't want that for them, if you know what I mean. I didn't think that they were bad enough to warrant what happened to them in the end. Um, and I guess that the moral is, is if you sell heroin and kill gangsters' sons and shag their girlfriend, you will get killed, um, which is obviously a bit <laughs> I mean, of a spoiler. A learn, yeah, learning curve. Yeah, 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 I guess. But, I mean, I didn't mind it, mate. I, I didn't quite buy it all, yeah. but I did actually enjoy watching it. It wasn't actually a bad film, for what I could understand <laughs> um, with what they were talking. It wasn't too bad. Um, and I've actually got that it's hard to pinpoint why I liked it, but I did, 68. That's pretty much exactly how I felt about it. I'd put it yeah. on as something pretty much fall asleep to and ended up getting well into it and think, actually, I enjoyed that a lot more than I should. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't too bad at all. It was just, like I say, it was just weird because it, I, I didn't buy the fact that they were gangsters in any mm. way, shape or form. But like I say, it wasn't too bad, mate. It wasn't cool. too bad. Glad you all right, that. so good. Yeah, I did. So I gave you a 2002 film uh, directed by Fernando Moreles, starring Alexandra Rodriguez, Leandro Firmino de Hara, Jonathan Harganson, Philippe Harganson, Douglas Silva, Daniel Zettel and Sue George. Running time of 130 minutes with a $3.3 million budget, a box office of $30.6 million, 8.6 on IMDb, making it number 22 in the IMDb Top 250. 91% on Rotten Tomatoes with a synopsis of In the slums of Rio, two kids' paths diverge as one struggles to become a photographer and the other a kingpin. I gave you 2002's City of God, or its proper name, Siddhartha Deduce. Yeah, you did. Yes. How good was that, mate? Yeah, you like that one, How yeah? good is that? Right. <laughs> this, yeah, it was great. I think this is on, it's on your Scratch and Sniff one yeah, as well, isn't it? Your, your poster. We'd sat down to watch it after... Quite a long day, both a bit knackered. And then I hadn't realised it was in Portuguese. Right, okay. No real idea. So we sat there and was like, oh, fuck, this is probably the wrong film for the wrong night. But neither of us could stop watching it. Right. It was great. Um, I thought all the characters were great. I really warmed to them all. And I thought the dynamics between them worked perfectly. And the level of acting, couldn't fault part of it. I thought the acting was great. I think I'm more gutted. I've not seen this before. um, Because I think this is one... That I can watch and watch and watch. I think it's great. I thought it was. It showed the scariness of the slums and the fact how scary it is that they was lucky if they saw twenty. Yeah, it's ridiculously sort of violent. And I know it's a small detail, and I don't know if this has anything to do with the film or the DVD I have of it. But I love the fact that when they put the edit together, the subtitles were big. Right, okay. and they, they was. <laughs> nice and readable they didn't interfere with the film but sometimes you sort of have to really concentrate and you know it was one yeah. you could kick back say relax because like it's not really a relaxing film i think my only don't say it's a negative on it it's a little rat kids you know little rat kids yeah. well, at the end when they take over i didn't quite buy that they could they was in that point that they could have done that 
Right. I okay. think they needed another couple of years behind them. I loved Benny. I thought Benny was a great character. Yeah. Um, I was actually gutted when he died. The kid scene where one gets killed and one they both get shot, very, very hard to watch, but done yeah. brilliantly. I thought that yeah. was almost you can't watch, you can watch, you can't watch, you can watch. Um, you had the guy beating his missus to death and burying her in the lounge. It was <laughs> mental. Um, going back to the start when Little Dice was there and he was just laughing and shooting and killing people. He loved it, just as he was like, when he was seven or eight and he'd got the gun and gone and shot all the people in the hotel, just his laugh was just haunting. Yeah. Um, and I just think it was disturbing and brilliant in equal measures. I'd really enjoyed it. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I can see why it's number 22. You got a score on that one? I got 92 on that, mate. Have you? Blimey. Yeah. You liked it even more than they did yeah. on IMDb. Excellent. Well done. Loved so you got it. that scratched off then? Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> so what have you got for me this week then, mate? I've got you a film which I'm a bit nervous about, but it's currently 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 15, one hour, 44 minutes build as a drama horror mystery. With a synopsis of a hospice nurse working at a spooky New Orleans plantation home finds herself entangled in a mystery involving the house's dark past. Starring your favourite actress, Kate Hudson, with Peter Sarsgaard and John Hurt, $43 million budget grossing $94 million. This was 2005's Skeleton Key. All right, OK. Please don't hate Kate, Kate Hudson too much. No, OK, I'll try. Like I'll try. No, no, I'll, I'll try. It's just she's just not one of my favourites. I don't think she's totally that bad. Yeah. I mean, Fool's Gold wasn't that good, but hopefully this one, the film's got a bit more sustenance behind it. So let's see. Right, OK, so... Um, I've got you for next week. So um, I just got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Um, you said last week that uh, you watched some TV and you made a point of it, even though we're not TV drone, you wanted to bring it up. Something about Unforgettable or something. Yeah. Season three. Great little best, psycho. Best psycho ever. Yeah. Um, it was rubbish. Why it was, was rubbish? rubbish. I watched probably the first 20 minutes and then got bored of watching. It was just the, like ice. No, I I know, but I watched, and then Jill got into it, so she watched all the episodes, right. and then she got, you You said to me, oh, no, the sixth one is when the thingy is, and then I watched all of it, and I thought, well, where was the psycho? And then you told me it was the bloke who was just a bit thingy. So anyway, if anyone was listening last week, if anyone listened, don't watch Unforgettable Season 3 for a good psycho. Watch this instead. So I'm going to give you a 2016 film directed by Rob Zombie, written by Rob Zombie, starring Sherry Moon Zombie, Jeff Daniel Phillips, Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, Meg Foster, Kevin Jackson, Richard Brake, Jane Carr, Judy Geeson and Malcolm McDowell. Running time of 102 minutes with a budget of $1.5 million with a box office of only $850,000. 5.1 on percent on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of five carnival workers are kidnapped and held hostage in an abandoned hellish compound where they are forced to participate in a violent game, the goal of which is to survive 12 hours against a gang of sadistic clowns. I've given you 2016's 31. Interesting. I've been well, watching I'll give quite a bit of Rob Zombie. You have, yeah. So I want you to add this one, and I want you to see what a proper psycho is. Okay. Tell me what Doomhead. Doomhead I'll, is a proper I'll write that psycho. Down. Doomhead. I've got Doomhead. For him, have I? Richard Brake. I okay. think that you might like that one. Okay. But anyway, so uh, yeah, don't watch Mark's TV. Okay, right. So, mate, what are we doing? We uh, next week. I mean, I might know. I don't know if you, you know. Tell do me, it. mate. I'm learning. Okay. So this is listeners' uh, choice again. 
Mm-hmm. And we're doing the ladies. So we're getting around to uh, my lovely lady, uh, my wife, Jill. She has chosen Extraction on Netflix. It's a new it film. Sounds like a straight to video pound <laughs> Blu ray, if I'm honest, mate. This is what she's chosen. She's chosen it for some reason. Chris Helmsworth's top off, probably. Mm-hmm. So she wants to watch it because basically Chris Helmsworth's in it. So we're watching Extraction on Netflix. But we get to watch a new film. So there you go. Okay. All right. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Cool. Can't wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, mate. So do you want to reiterate our pick and get us on social media? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. Yes, I can. So there we go. Another episode in lockdown, mate. Mm. Um, it's probably going to continue for another few weeks, um, I imagine. Um, just want to say thank you very much for, to Emma at the movies Absolutely. for spending her time. Thank you so much. She could have been doing so many better things, but uh, she chose to come on, so we do thank her for that. Yeah. So, yeah, anything planned this week, mate? No. <laughs> you? No. <laughs> Bit of gardening maybe tomorrow yeah. if I can edit this shower of shit. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so that's it. All right. Yeah. Do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everyone. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Mrs. was doing her makeup this week, mate, and I told her she had drawn her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. That was not good. No. Not good. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.